0: Hey, welcome to this Sunbrook Takeaway. I'm Tanner Treffin. I'm joined here by Pastor Joey Rumble. And what a great Sunday it was yesterday. Oh, what a great day. It was awesome connecting with people, meeting with God. Yeah, I love Dakota leading us in that new song, Joy Song. Man, that was just fun to just celebrate that, hey, we have the spirit of joy through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So it's awesome.
1: Yeah, we came out of that right off the go in the first service. It was just powerful to see God moving and the worship was so engaging. I was so pumped up.
0: Yeah, we want to shout out Jeff and Jeannie, and we just want to thank you guys for your service here. It was fun getting to send you out, and we're excited for the impact you're going to make. Yeah, and also, Emma, I did want to say that Kids Ministry talked about
1: how much of a worshiper Emma is up there as well, and so it was cool praying over them, and uh, all the the videos they 've made and, and jeff 's really poured into to share the stories
0: of people's lives and heart change it's just an honor to serve with them yeah we'll miss you guys um but let's dive into the message some um I really liked going back through uh thinking about how Nabil Qureshi gave the argument of how it's Jesus died on the cross, he rose from the grave, but he also said he's Lord. so how does that point that? We can trust Jesus. Of who do we say I am?
1: Yeah, when you brought up that first part about when how the three quotes we used were from, they were New Testament scholars, but were not Christians. That is undeniable that Jesus died on the cross. That's powerful to realize that, and then that he claimed to be God. And it's uh, the evidence is so heavy that he rose from the dead. Uh, so from that, it's like, who do you say I am, man? Jesus is Lord, and and so let's follow him. Let's take up our cross and follow him.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, another insight there that's interesting is that Nabil was so shocked when he discovered that it's unanimous under, uh, uh, with New Testament scholars, scholars that Jesus died on the cross, because the um, traditional Islamic view. Is Jesus didn't actually die on the cross. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a swoon theory type of thing. Right. Um, so that was really eye-opening for him. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Um, so we went through um uh, taking up your cross and not my will, but your will be done. Um, any other thoughts of how we can apply that to our life?
1: Yeah, and it really that intersection of of following the Lord and how that enables you with that first piece where Judas rejected Jesus and through uh Jesus' rejection we are accepted. Mm-hmm. And and knowing that all of your life, that you're gonna face rejection, and all of us at times have rejected others as well, that there is forgiveness in that, but there's also
0: uh healing that God can uh that we know we're accepted in Christ. Yeah, let's get into that a little bit. Um stories of rejection. I think of the classic is like the school story of where you're getting picked by the captains for the, the, the team, and you get picked last or something like that, and you feel like just a, a terrible athlete or something like that. But do you have any personal stories, Pastor Jolie, of where you face rejection and where Jesus has brought you healing and acceptance through that uh, rejection? Yeah.
1: A funny story <laughs> is I went on a softball tournament. Uh, it was a 13 and 15 and under softball team that we had, and I, was, and I sat the bench the whole time. And my mom was beaming in the stands because I didn't get to play at all. And she drove the whole trip, too, to come watch me. But that she was glad I was sitting the bench the whole time, so I learned some uh, rejection uh. there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, that uh, definitely uh, th- that was one that comes to memory. Mm,
0: that's funny. Your mom had some tough love there for you. Yeah, she <laughs> yeah, sure did. That's good. Um, I think of uh, in high school – I liked this girl, and then one of my friends that was on my wrestling team dated her instead, and I'm pretty sure he knew I liked her, and so I felt so betrayed um, and rejected by her, um, but I felt like uh, as I looked at this, you know, the Gospels and how Jesus forgave and, and how much suffering with me, I, I decided to forgive him in my heart, and then very soon later when we were on our way to our match, he called me into a seat on the bus, and he was asking me about Jesus, and so I got to share the Gospel with the same guy, and so I wouldn't, I don't think I would have been in a place to do that if I didn't uh, let God heal me in that rejection.
1: You know, I I got another sports story. Uh, My junior year and senior year of high school, we were in the lower state uh, championship uh, tournament, Uh, you know, the best two out of three. And I was the losing pitcher my junior and senior year uh, of the lower state championship to try and make it to state. And I remember giving up back to back home runs in an away game and after the game uh, the the stands the the fans from the other team were holding the keys no 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 hey, hey, goodbye. hey goodbye. goodbye but watching those back-to-back home runs giving up and your team ends up losing that's the, heartbreaking the, it's, <laughs> not <fun. laughs> it's
0: not fun it's not fun so but so you feel like your relationship with jesus helped carry you through those type of moments well or?
1: i came to know the lord uh So uh, I I came to know the Lord during my senior year and right before it. And so um, I definitely, it was a process. I had a big fear of failure. But coming to know Christ helped you uh, embrace rejection,
0: knowing that you're accepted in Him. That's good. That's good stuff. Um, we were talking as a staff this morning about some of our takeaways from the message, and uh, Miguel uh, was pointing out how he loves how practical you get. And your messages, and you gave us uh, tips of of how to pray. Um, and Miguel was sharing how he does those one sentence prayers uh, in his small groups, um, and so I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, that's a cool tip I learned. I had someone actually, a counselor in Boone, taught me that one thank you prayer. Uh, years ago during a real tough time in my life where i'd went and got some counseling and so uh, that's where i learned that one and then i i share with the church i just learned this wednesday night it's tuesday night in our small group how another way to learn to pray out loud was she had written a prayer out in her journal and then you just read it out loud and that reading that's praying you're talking to the lord there so that that that's a tip I'm learning. I'm going
0: to uh, carry with me as well. Yeah, and, and Alan Bush, who leads groups and is a coach of groups, he was sharing how um, he loved that story you brought up from the Freedom book about how surrendering over to God is giving God the steering wheel yeah. of your life. Um, but he sees bumper stickers or whatever where people say God's my co-pilot. He's like, Well, God's your co-pilot. You you haven't really surrendered over control. God should be your pilot. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a pretty cool insight.
1: Yeah, and so it was awesome when Alan shared that. And for me, the insight that helps me is that God sees the potholes that we're going to face. And so why would you not trust him in every area of your life? And uh, and I know it's a wrestling match, so I'm not saying, poof, you trust him all the time, but you wrestle with that. But it's the reminder,
0: okay, God knows best. So I can take up my cross and do his will. Amen. Thank God he knows best. Um, as we are getting close to Easter on April 9th. I'm so excited for 8, 9, 30, 11 service. But as we are thinking about the suffering Jesus went through, it was, you were highlighting that um, this Sunday of, of just his betrayal and um, just uh, the beating and whippings and, and scourging and things he went through, uh, how Jesus suffered uh, for our healing. Um, just th- there's probably people listening right now who are going through pretty some suffering, going right. through some pretty trying times. So So how can they lean into that where they can look at Jesus' suffering and receive healing.
1: Well, Jesus knows he suffered uh, for our healing and that Jesus knows what we're going through. And when you realize that he took the hit on the cross for you, I I just feel like when you have all those questions of why, why are you allowing this? What's going on here? And, And it hurts like crazy. But when you look and realize that the God of all creation went to the cross for our healing and suffered for us you're okay with not seeing the the whole picture but understanding he does because he loves you so much that he that he suffered for you and and, and we haven't even went to the cross yet we really looked at his suffering before the cross and how much he was just spit and shamed and mocked uh, for our healing and, and to me that Uh, helps me realize he's not a far off God. He's one to walk with you closely. So in the day in, day out grind of things, when you're suffering small ways and big ways, you can remember what he's done for you. Yeah, And he
0: can carry you through. Yeah, and I think of uh, Judas and Peter, how they betray him in in different ways. And and when Judas uh, comes up and he gives him a kiss uh, to to betray him, Jesus says, friend. Um, And that that really stands out to me because I, I learned that there's people that are closest to you, actually, that, that can hurt you the worst. Um, and so Jesus truly saw G- Judas as a friend, um, and as a friend that betrayed him. And so um, just those of you going through that, that time of suffering, um, just know that Jesus gets it. He gets what it, it, it feels like to, to go through hurt and pain. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then talking about betrayal, we looked at Peter and recovering from a setback, yeah, and and how Peter went from betraying Jesus and weeping bitterly to you went to Acts 3, um, how he's healing the, the lame man and then preaching to the crowds and, and, and preaching so boldly, and so how do we get from that setback to being bold like Peter? Yeah,
1: so Peter, you know, he bounced back from a setback. This gives me so much hope, and I it, to know that uh, Jesus was rejected, so you can be accepted. To know He suffered for our healing enables you to to bounce back from a setback, and and, and the Holy Spirit has has been poured out. This is Acts three, so the Holy Spirit lives within Him. And God is enabling Him to have this boldness uh, to step out for the Lord. Um I, I just think anytime we uh, fall and, and stumble, God's not through with us, but we need to do it his way. We need to follow God's will over our will. But he's able to uh, do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. So not losing hope there. And Peter gives me great hope.
0: Yeah, I think it's easy when you get into that setback to kind of have that shame mentality of like God's done with me, he's disappointed to me, I should just run and hide. Um, but you see with uh, Peter... Um, that he actually came back to Jesus and ran to Jesus, and and through Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, um, he got that healing where he was able to get the bounce back. So just when you fail, don't run away from the one who can help you, but run into him.
1: Yeah, I had one of my mentors, Mike Lowry, who said, always never run away from God, always run to him.
0: Mm. Amen to that. Cool. So I'm getting excited for a... April second coming up here. Yeah, outdoor, outdoor service. service uh, yeah, tell us what's going to happen with that.
1: Oh my goodness! So uh, we're going to have an incredible outdoor service worship. The kids, teenagers, uh, adults will be all gathered outside. One service, ten a.m. Uh, And then we'll just worship, teaching of the word. Matter of fact, we got a plan four by six. Four people are going to communicate six minutes apiece, and we're going to have a time of uh, uh, just having fun, games, giveaways, all that. And then the Easter egg hunt as well as lunch. So uh, everyone needs to know that they need to bring a dish to share. Camping chairs. Camping chairs and Easter baskets because we'll have Easter egg hunt for all ages. Uh, it's just going to be a tremendous time together, and and then a, bunch, a kid's craft area as well, so you don't want to miss it. Bring your friends. Yeah,
0: I'm excited. This is Sunday, and um, if you want to make headway, you need a takeaway. So, uh, Pastor Joe, what was your takeaway from this Sunday? Uh, my One of my big takeaways is that if Peter
1: can do it, I can do it. I think Chosen has helped the Gospels as well as the movie, uh, and even... Uh, 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 the gospels big time, but also in that movie Chosen, it's kind of helped me see it fleshed out that Peter and the disciples were so human, yet once Jesus resurrected and poured the Holy Spirit out, uh, uh, there is so much that they did for the kingdom
0: of God. So if Peter can do it, I can do it as well. Mm. And, And mine was on the same lines of Peter as well, but more in the kind of like the evangelistic side. We were talking about how it's it's Easter and it's outdoor service. Like there's such opportunity to reach people uh, these next coming weeks. And so I I don't want to be on the sidelines, but I want to be a part of that. So I'm just asking uh, the Holy Spirit to empower me and help me to be bold and and to invite people uh, like Peter did. Amen. Yep. So church, what's your takeaway? Thanks so much for listening and uh, God bless you. And we're excited to see you.